0: Welcome to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. I'm Kayleen Smith, founder of GoTime Training, inspirational speaker, fitness expert, and lifestyle coach. Each week, I will bring you an idea or special guest that will help you bust through your barriers, get motivated, and live the life you love. Get ready to take your life to the next level to finally achieve your wildest dreams and radiate with magnetic energy every day. What are you waiting for? Let's go. I want to welcome everybody to the podcast today. We have a two-part series with Stephanie Griffin, the nutrition coach at GoTime Training. And I cannot wait to interview her today because her story is amazing and the results she gets with her clients are absolutely amazing. So, Stephanie, welcome to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. I want to start today by just letting people know a little bit more about you and your story. So, let's go way back.
1: Way, way back. Okay, so growing up, I was always overweight. I was active. I did volleyball. I did basketball. I did track. All year round, I was in tons of sports, but I was always heavier, always the heavier one in the group. Um, All my friends I thought were so much prettier than me. Guys, of course, were much more interested in them than they were in me. And it was just kind of always defeating. But I just felt like that was just how it was supposed to be. I wasn't very girly. I was always in hoodies and either sweatpants or long gym shorts. Didn't do much with myself at all. And I just kind of felt like that was just who I was supposed to be. I grew up in a really small town, so there was not much to choose from as far as eating options. My mom cooked every single meal. She was born and raised on a dairy farm, and so she knew how to cook. She had a bunch of brothers and sisters, and so they all always cooked every meal. And so that's how we were raised. We were raised eating around the kitchen table, which of course I loved, but it was always high fat foods, which at the time I had no idea, but everything seemed to be covered in Velveeta and have tons of grease or be fried. And so it was just our way of life. And I felt like everywhere I turned, it was always someone else trying to give us more food, whether it was my grandma or people at school. It was it was just always food was everywhere, and it was never healthy. We didn't grow up on fruits and vegetables. And like I said, if we had vegetables at dinner, it was they were literally covered in Velveeta cheese. Which That's
0: the best way to eat them, it, right?
1: right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um. Once I left for college and mind you, when we were in, when I was in high school or all growing up, there was one place to eat at in the entire town, one place. And so we never went out to eat. The closest other places were 23 miles away. And so maybe a handful of times out of the year, we would actually go out to eat. But there was four of us kids. My parents didn't make tons of money. So eating out really wasn't something that we ever really did. And so after high school, I ended up um, actually doing track. I wasn't ever a very big fan of track. But my senior year, we got a new football coach who was actually our track coach And he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And he was honestly one of the first people that ever believed in me and that made me feel like I could do something that I never thought I could do. And so he started working with me early on in the school year, and that was the first year that I'd ever really thrown shot put. And I actually won state that year, and that was the only year I ever really did it and it was the only year I went to state and so I ended up coming out of school with a scholarship at a community college to continue doing track and field thinking that that was awesome and that was going to be the time of my life I was a little wrong in that Um, and so as soon as I went to college I moved to college in August I was the baby in my class so I didn't even turn 18 until after I went to college And so on my 18th birthday, I actually met a boy who is actually my husband.
0: Who is an amazing um, man.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Much treats me very, very well. Um, And so as soon as I went to college, I was all of a sudden faced with all of these opportunities of eating out that I never had before. And okay, so, so I
0: before, had- before we get there, because you are somebody that your family, you didn't grow up eating out. And honestly, looking back, that was probably somewhat of a blessing in disguise, because I grew up eating out all the time. Um, my mom, very similar to your background, um, we didn't grow up healthy or active. I didn't have fruits and vegetables, but my mom went for things that were quick, easy, and convenient. And for us, the difference from you was fast food and it was always McDonald's and always pizza. So before you got introduced to eating out and you were doing track, were you healthy at all then? I know you you talked a little bit about the food, but were you overweight? Were you struggling with, with things? Yes, absolutely. I've
1: been overweight for as long as I can. Remember, I remember in um, high school, probably my senior year or so, I think, and we didn't really have a scale at home, so the only time I ever weighed myself was once a year at our sports physicals or at my grandma's house, because she had one in her basement. But I remember being around 195 pounds my senior year, which I know when most girls don't tell their weight, but it's okay. <laughs> and so um, I was not healthy. I was not healthy at all. I even joke sometimes with my brothers and sisters how my mom. We used to have like in-service type days where we would start a couple hours later, and my mom was a teacher, so she would go to school before us, and it would leave me and my brother at home by ourselves for a few hours. And the second she walked out of the door at eight o'clock in the morning, we would run in the kitchen and we would make cheese dip, oh and my. we would eat cheese dip <laughs> in the morning. It was like our favorite thing because we loved it. And of course it was Velveeta and it was something that we didn't get all the time. I mean, it was definitely a regular, but that was what we would go make all the time when we were home alone. So I had no sense of anything, had no idea what was healthy, what wasn't healthy. I'm not even sure I even could distinguish like healthy versus a not so healthy option in food. Right. And we didn't really have, like, I mean, we would have grapes sometimes in the fridge, but not not all the time. I mean, there, there wasn't, like,
0: a steady reach of better options. It okay. was just... Yeah, so, so fast forward then back to college when you got introduced to restaurants and eating out.
1: Yes. So as soon as I was able to pretty much decide what I wanted to eat or what sounded good, that's what I did. And at first I lived in the dorms and so you could eat the dorm food, but then I moved out and moved into, into an apartment with a couple other of the trap girls. And so I literally ate out almost every single meal, every single, probably almost every single dinner meal. I either ate Taco Bell, I ate Wendy's. Um, if Josh, my now husband would come down, we would go out to eat I mean, it was literally all I did. I would cook at home every once in a while, but of course it was a recipe of my mom's, which wasn't very healthy, obviously. And so I went from having no options of eating out because I had a car that couldn't even leave town when I was in high school, even if I wanted to eat out to all of a sudden having every option at my availability and it just being a drive away and just being able to drive through it and get food and go about my day. And so that first year in college, I put on another 15, 20 pounds. Of course, the freshman 15, except mine wasn't from alcohol so much. Mine was more from food. And then after that, um, I was still doing track. However, I didn't like it. It was more of a job because it was a college sport. And so um, I also had an actual job too, plus I had school, plus I was trying to fit in time for my boyfriend. And so after that first year of college, I decided I didn't want to do track anymore. I didn't want it to consume my life. um, I didn't enjoy it. And so I was just going to focus on school and work and, of course, my boyfriend. Um, That summer, I actually found out that I was pregnant with our now 11 year old. And so I remember going to my first doctor's appointment for her being scared, so, so scared, um, being so scared to tell my parents because I knew that they would not be happy. However, thankfully I knew I had someone who was gonna stand by me. And I remember them telling me my weight was up to 216. And I remember thinking, holy cow, But I didn't really care that much because I was pregnant. And I tell my husband to this day that because he always jokes with his other buddies who have um, wives that are pregnant or have had wives that are pregnant about how easy of a pregnant person I was because I loved being pregnant. I absolutely loved it. But in hindsight, the real reason that I loved it was because it gave me a reason to be overweight. It gave me a reason to feel better about myself because there was a reason that I looked the way that I did. And so I was just happy. I was happy to look like that. I, of course, was excited to be a mom because I knew that that was something that I wanted in my life. But I remember being happy that I was pregnant because... I had a reason to be overweight. I wanted to go out and do things. I didn't mind um, going out in public with him or things like that, which were things that I didn't really like doing before that because I felt like he probably deserved someone different on his arm than myself at the time. And so I remember after having our daughter, um, I tried to lose weight after that because we hadn't got married yet. We were engaged. And we, she was born in March, and then we set a wedding date for June the following year. And so I knew I had 15 months to get in shape or get a body that I wanted before our wedding. And as most of you probably know, 15 months comes and goes and not a whole lot changes. And even though I had good intentions, I remember I joined curves, thought I was going to just drop all this weight and look great. And I think I maybe lost 10 pounds, if that. Um, I can't even remember if I was down to my pre-pregnancy weight at our wedding. I remember buying a size 20 wedding dress, which I've now put on before when I'm back home. And it's crazy to even put it on. Um, And so, but... I remember still being in a pretty good mindset because it was my wedding day and everybody feels pretty on their wedding day, or at least I hope everybody feels pretty on their wedding day. And then shortly after our wedding, I believe it was our six month wedding anniversary that I found out I was pregnant with our second child who is now almost nine. And so fast forward nine months. From finding out I was pregnant, I remember being in the hospital with him, and they always ask you your weight, what your last weight was at your last appointment, and it was 255 pounds, and I remember being so embarrassed to even admit that or say that, for one, in front of my husband, even though he knew how much I weighed, but just to the nurse who was so much smaller than me that I was just... So embarrassed that I even had to say that that was how much I weighed, and so I remember after having him, he was an eight-pound baby. I remember coming home from the hospital, and it had been a couple of weeks, and I got on the scale, and I had only lost ten pounds, so I was at two forty-five, and he was eight pounds, <laughs> and so I knew then that something has to change. It took me quite a while for me to make those changes. Um, Life always gets in the way. We all say it, we get busy. I stayed home with him for quite a while and I actually babysat for my cousin's baby who they were born a month apart. But then when he was about nine months old, I actually went back to the doctor's office that I had been working at previously and started working there again. And so from there, I was prescribed Phentermine, which is pretty much like speed. It completely decreases your appetite. It increases your heart rate. It makes you feel crazy. Um, It takes away your appetite. And time and time again, I hear my clients that have tried it and I know what it's like and it does it's nice to not have an appetite on it and I lost 20 or 25 pounds on it and I took it for quite a while and but as soon as I stopped taking it I put that weight back on and I was so
0: so when you were taking fentramine this was about nine months after your second baby Mm -hmm. and you lost a total of 20 to 25 pounds So, at this point, you're around 220-ish, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so, then I put probably 10 or 15 of those pounds back on, and I was just devastated. I was so down on myself. I didn't like going out of the house. Um, I would go to work, but I'm an introvert anyway, so it's hard to get me to get out of the house anyways, but at that time, it was really hard, and my husband's definitely an extrovert. He can talk to the wall, <laughs> and he knows it, and so it was, it was a hard mix between the two of us because he wanted to socialize, and I wanted to hide, and so after that, um, I started staying home again Shortly after that, because I wanted to go back to school and finish my um, degree, because after I found out I was pregnant, I stopped going to college because I moved here to Wichita to be closer to him. And so I stopped working so I could focus on my degree so I could hopefully make a better living for our whole family. And um, at that time, I remember we joined Genesis. Genesis. And I remember going in there, signing up, finding a three-year commitment, thinking, I'm going to do this. And lo and behold, if six months or a year went by and I never stepped foot in there, never once walked in there, um, just the thought of it scared me to death. And I don't know, I I think it's more the judgment that I would face walking in there that scared me because I knew how to work out. I knew how to exercise. I had lifted weights and stuff all through high school. I mean, I, 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 knew how to work out. I, it was just more the judgment of being the bigger person in there trying to work out
0: and I totally get MMA. it. I, I see it with our clients at the studio and I remember I didn't know how to work out when I was trying to live a healthier lifestyle. I was not active at all growing up. I was a professional couch potato. So yeah. I was like you, where I had a membership to the YMCA for a long, long time, several years, and I like to joke and say I contributed to their light bills, but but like you, my first time I went, um, at this point, I had started starving myself, and we'll get to that with you here in a minute. So I had lost some weight just through starving myself, but I thought I would be even better if I added exercise to that. So. The first time I went to the YMCA, I was terrified because I didn't know how to work out. The only thing I really knew about was a treadmill. So I got on the treadmill, and I tell you what, in a matter of minutes, my heart felt like it was pounding through my chest. And I felt like everybody was staring at me. So I was on the treadmill for a total of maybe five minutes, and I turned around and left.
1: Yep. Yep, That's, that's pretty much how I started. After about... I don't know, probably six months, in between six months and a year, I finally stepped foot in there. And I want to say Josh probably went with me my first time, if I can remember right, just because I am I drag him most places with me, especially when it's my first time anywhere. Um, and so I remember we never started with weight training. We did cardio. And so I got, I started on the arc trainer because it looked easy, which is kind of like an elliptical. It looked easier. I knew I hated to run. I knew in high school, I hated to run. I mean, I would literally get sick at the thought of having to do a stupid timed mile. And I think to this day still, that's why I hate to run so much. <laughs> but, and so he, um, So I, and I know we started probably with five or 10 minutes and I would venture to say those first couple of weeks, I probably wasn't regular going in there, but I kept at it and it wasn't until a couple months later that I actually started changing the way that I ate. And, um, I started eating a little bit more salad and let me tell you before my salads consisted of, and this is no joke. It was like a bowl of croutons with shredded cheese and Thousand Island dressing. Not even, in, not even a leaf of lettuce in there. <laughs> not-
0: <laughs> and so, and that, um, that's a huge thing for people to understand because when, they, when people start to eat healthier, they think, I'm going to just go order a salad, yeah. wherever it's at. And not even realizing that oftentimes salads are higher calorie than a full meal, you know, a a protein and vegetable and starchy carb meal, but they yeah. think that they're doing something good.
1: Yes, exactly, just because they're eating a salad, for sure. And so I slowly started changing the way that I ate. I love to cook. I got that from my mom. And so I slowly just started subbing things out that I knew I could find either a reduced fat, a fat-free version, Um, just making little substitutions in the foods that we ate. Um, and by then we weren't eating out near as much because we had two little kids and we were living off of just my husband's income. And so we really had to watch what we spent. And so, um, and that was back when Pinterest was first becoming a big thing. So of course there was like recipes galore that you could do. And so little by little, I just started making changes and it was nothing drastic that I did all at once. I, I feel like it's so true that you have to go at your own pace because you kind of have to convince yourself that you can make this work and that it is working. And so little by little, I started losing weight and, um, I would do a little bit more cardio, change a little bit more about the way that I ate. And then I got to a point where I became obsessive with it and I became, I started not having a good relationship with either exercise or, or eating right. And I remember there was a time that I would do a solid hour of cardio every single day, seven days a week would not miss a day. If I missed a day, I was a grouch. You didn't want to be around me. I was so on edge. I was on edge with my husband. I was on edge with my kids. It was like, I just hated myself because I felt like I gained 30 pounds because I didn't go do an hour of cardio. And I got so obsessed with the number on the scale that I would weigh myself four or five times a day. And it would literally determine if I had a snack, if I, or what I had for dinner, So bad to where I would take my kids to um, my husband's aunt and uncle's pool in the summer almost every day just so I could go sit out in the sun and sweat because I would always be like a pound or two lighter. And yeah, so messed up in the head. So, and praise God for my husband who stuck by me through all of this because it was to where we couldn't even go on a date because I was too worried about how many calories were in my drink. Or how many calories were in what I ate. Or I would choose not to eat. And then I would have a couple drinks. And he'd be picking me up off the floor. Because I had nothing in my system. And I got to where I was doing that solid hour of cardio every single day. Never sat down. Because I thought the second I sat down I would think about food. And so I just kept myself busy. And I was to where I was eating eight, 900 calories at the most a day. Hardly feeding my body at all. And um, this kept going until, I remember my absolute lowest weight was 124.2 pounds. And you're was how the tall? Lowest. I'm 5'10". I was in a size zero, um, which now I don't think I could get one leg in, but that's okay, I'm totally <laughs> okay with that. <laughs> but um, I got to where I was so small that you could see all of my ribs along my sides. I mean, I was literally skin and bones. Um, it was just, it was crazy, but it was the mental state that I was in right then. And I remember having people tell me that I looked sick. I remember in particular, one person telling who was a, was a really good friend of my husband's, um, tell him that I looked like Skeletor and that cut me so hard just because you work so hard and you're so used to getting made fun of for being big And then you work so hard to be healthy or what I thought was healthy and small, and you're getting made fun of for that. And so it was like, there's no win. And in this whole time too, my husband went through a transformation as well. He um, moved to a different station. He's a firefighter. And he moved to a different station where he was with another guy who loved to work out and taught him so much about working out. And then he was eating better at home and he went through a huge weight loss too. And so it was fun to do it together, but it was also trying at times because in those years, the people we ended up being were not the people that got married. And so we had a lot, a lot of struggles that I am so thankful that we worked through through those times, of, there was a lot of hardships because we were both changing so much and a lot of times growing apart because we were becoming, we were dependent on each other for so long because I had met him when I was 18. And so he was all I'd ever known. He was, I've leaned on him since the day I moved out of my parents' house. And so I was becoming more independent because I was gaining more confidence because I was feeling better in my skin. I liked the way I looked. And so, um, it was hard to keep that relationship together. And thankfully we did, but it was all such a trying time. And those, I think are the things that people don't see and don't hear about the real life situation. Um, but they're all so totally worth it because every change that you make is just another thing that makes you stronger and makes you grow stronger. Um, and so, After all of that, after getting down to 124 pounds, um, being called Skeletor, my husband kind of had to sit down with me, and I realized something had to change. And once I sat down and really thought about it, I wasn't really happy. I love food. And so not being able to eat, I hated. I hated feeling like I had to take an hour out of every single day to work out. Um, I hated just constantly having my mind consumed with exercise and food like there was nothing else that meant meant anything to me in the world. And so I slowly started researching a healthier lifestyle and more about macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats, and how they worked in our body. And at that time, I was going to K-State online to get a degree in business, and at that time, was the first semester that they rolled out a new program, which was you could get a nutrition degree online through them. And I thought and thought and thought about it. And I even told my husband way back when, when I had started going through all this, that I have to find a job in a gym. I don't know what I'm going to do with a business degree in a gym, but I have to find a job in a gym because that's my passion. That's where I want to be. I want to be in that environment. And so after months and months of thinking about it and it just weighing so heavy on my heart, I went to him and told him about this program and I was not even kidding, like a year away from being done with my degree and told him about it. And he was like, 100%, like, if that's what you want to do, you do it. And the reason I wanted to do it was because after doing some of my own research, I learned that I did things completely wrong. I learned that there is a much healthier way of doing things and of losing weight. And so many of us are under... The misconception that less is always better. And yeah, we have to be in a deficit to lose weight, but not so much that it hurts our metabolism and not so much that we're starving our bodies on a daily basis. And I just felt like I didn't get that education. Like I didn't know any better. And so I wanted to get a degree in nutrition to allow me to educate people that there is a better way. There is a healthier way. It may take a little longer, But at the end, you're going to be able to keep it off and it's going to be so much better for you. You're going to be happy through the whole process and it's just, there's a better way to be able to reach your goals rather than going through such extremes and highs and lows that I went through.
0: And I think that's the beauty about you being a nutrition coach because you've been through the hard times. You can relate to all of the clients that you work with on a daily basis and all the struggles that they're going through instead of being somebody that has just always been fit and healthy. But people do look at you, people look at me, and they think, you guys just have it all together. You have. You must have always been like that. And that's really why I wanted to share your story because people don't know necessarily what you've been through. People don't know the struggles that I've been through. And I want to back up to the portion of your story where you said, you know, you had to work out an hour a day. Otherwise, you were an angry person and everything else was like in your way because you didn't get to work out that day. And you were restricting yourself so much of food. I can totally relate to that. When When I got into working out um, after my five minute YMCA visit, I took a long hiatus again because I was just so nervous. I was like, this is not my jam. I have to do something different. I didn't know what it was. And so I started searching on the internet and found bikini competitions. And I'm an all or nothing type of person. I was like, man, these girls, they look amazing. I just want to look like that. So I had a very similar story to you where I really restricted my calories to eight or 900 calories a day. I did a ton of cardio on the weekends. I was upwards of two hours of cardio a day. And like you, if anything, if I didn't get that done and somebody else needed my time or I had to go do something, I resented them. Because for me, I felt like, oh, I'm going to gain all this weight. I'm not going to be on track. And fitness and living a healthy lifestyle was not fun. I I looked at these role models or people that I thought were role models in the bikini competition world, and I thought, I don't look anywhere near the way they look, Um, and I know now that a lot of those photos are staged, you know, they just look like that for a day, and of course, when you're taking a photo, you're going to look like you're the happiest person on earth, and so I felt like I don't look like them, I don't exude that confidence and that happiness that they're exuding in the photos and I could not figure out for the life of me what I was doing wrong but, but like you I noticed that there was something I needed to do different and that's when I started diving into the books of what are macronutrients, what are micronutrients, how to really fuel the body um, for optimal performance and just mind, brain power. Yeah, for sure. And that's
1: what makes me so thankful that I found go time because even when I was going through school, I mean, most people, when you have a nutrition degree, you think of a dietitian and I even shadowed some dietitians thinking maybe that's what I want to do. And after the very first time I shadowed them, I was like, no, there's no way these people don't want to see this dietitian. They're only ordered by a doctor to see them. And she's pretty much in there just blowing smoke because they're not listening. They don't care. And so I knew I had to find something where I could teach people and coach people on how to lose weight and not necessarily how to fix their medical conditions, but just how to live a little bit better of a lifestyle for them and their families because so many people don't realize how much, especially moms and dads, how much their kids are watching them and how much their kids are reflecting on what they're eating. And to be honest, it scares me to death sometimes because my little girl has got so many of my old eating habits that it makes me crazy. And little by little, we're working on them. And she definitely, I mean, I watch them very closely on their moderation and everything, but we're role models for A lot of people around us and I love being able to be transparent with my clients and let them know that I struggle to this day. I struggle. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I tell them, if you ever meet someone who tells you that they eat perfect every day, they're lying Mm -hmm. because nobody's perfect. We're all going to mess up. That's life. We have life situations that
0: that's just what happened, but you get right back on track and you keep going. And the thing that I love about nutrition the most, um, because in within go-time training, outside of the mindset, I think everybody knows that I've really taken the road down a different path, and I love the mindset work because I feel like that's a huge component into changing your nutritional habits.
1: But before oh, I got into
0: that, I was doing the nutrition coaching. And the thing that I loved about the nutrition coaching the most is each client is so individual. And you really get to be vulnerable with them and they get to be vulnerable with you and you get to break down like, you know, if you were my client, I would say, Steph, tell me everything that you've done, every diet you've done, um, every medicine you've taken. Tell me what a typical day's worth of food looks like for you. And the way that you and i work together on your food would be totally different than the way that you get to work with the next client on their food because you know this this totally relates to when i started competing i was in i just graduated with my mba and i was working living on my own but i didn't make a lot of money so in order to hire a coach like i just Really didn't want to spend the money on hiring my own nutrition coach. And I had a friend that was competing. So I said, Hey, can you just send me the diet that they gave you? And she's five foot ten. You know, she's been lifting a lot longer than me. So she had a ton of muscle on her frame. I was a newbie to this. I'm five foot six, barely. And I thought that her diet plan would get me the same results as it was getting her. And I quickly realized that that's not how it works. You know, we're all so unique and our bodies are all so different from our height to our gender to the diets that we've done in the past to our stress levels, our sleep, everything. Yeah, absolutely. So next week we're going to talk about some of the solutions that you offer for your nutrition coaching clients through, we've got two programs at the GoTime Training Studio. One of them is a fit for life program and that's where you get to work either in a small group setting or one on one for six months and dive deep and then we also have a fit start challenge and I want you to give a little bit of detail on the fit start challenge.
1: Well, the Fit Start Challenge, it starts here in right at a month. Um, It's a five-week-long challenge where we work on five different habits. Uh, We work on nutrition, exercise, sleep, hydration, and mindset. And it's so much fun. It's a great way to get focused or refocused. It's a great starting point. Everybody gets so so scared and timid when they think of nutrition or losing weight or changing their lifestyle because there's so much out there. And it's like what do you believe? What do you follow? What do you what do you do? It's so overwhelming that I it keeps a lot of people from even starting. Yes. And so literally lay out the program for you and you just decide what you want to eat and So many people are under the misconception, too, that in order to lose weight, you know, they have to only eat no carbs or very, very little carbs or things like that. And that's not what our program is all about. Our program is designed to make it to where it can be a lifestyle. We're not taking anything away from you. Uh, We're just teaching you portion control. We're teaching you how to pair proteins, carbs, and fats at every meal. We're teaching you kind of what, what intervals to eat in so that way you're steadily feeding your body and not having insulin spikes throughout the day. Um, And then you also, with the Fit Start, you get boot camps. So you get an experience exercising with a group of people who all have the same goal as you. They're all there to lose, whether it be they want to lose 100 pounds or they want to lose five pounds. They're all there mostly to lose a little bit of weight and focus on their nutrition and exercise. And so it's a great little community to be a part of for those five weeks. It's so empowering and uplifting and it's so much fun.
0: And the recipes that you make for these challenges okay. are fantastic. They're I love that they have not a lot of ingredients, so they're not overwhelming. You're not wasting a lot of food, but they're real foods that we love to eat. So what That's- are some that are going to be coming up in the next Fit Start?
1: So there's always stuff like pizzas. Um, there's pastas there's Mexican food there's beef and broccoli there's there's even a section of kids foods so there's even some corn dogs stuff like that on there and there's even barbecue sides and summer spritzers which I'm super excited about because you know with summer coming up you're always going to barbecues you're always got stuff going on so there's baked beans there's pasta salads there's All kinds of stuff, and then there's even margaritas and mojitos. It's gonna be awesome. The recipes are so fun this time.
0: Yeah, and it's just a great kickstart to show people that truly you can eat whatever you want to eat, just in moderation. And if you have your mom's recipes like you did, that you were always cooking, sometimes all you need to do is swap a few ingredients, and we can teach you how. So. The Fit Start Challenge is coming, it's starting May 26th, and if you wanna be a part of it, you have to enroll by May 20th, and then we have a special offer. So if you guys want to win a free Fit Start Challenge, you have a little bit of time, all you have to do is go to the GoTime Training Facebook page and send a private message with simply the word fit. F I T. So go to the Go Time Training Facebook page and send a private message with the word FIT, and that will register you to win a free Fit Start Challenge. And this is like a, a nutrition exercise challenge on steroids that is so much fun. And then the recipes are recipes that you guys can keep for a lifetime. So. Stephanie, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story today. And next week, I want you guys to pop on Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. because Stephanie is going to come back with the solutions. All of the problems that she sees with her clients and the problems that she struggled with personally and the solutions that you guys can take and implement in your life starting next Tuesday at 7 a.m., And then, you know, if you need extra help, you can always call her, message her, come to the GoTime Training Studio, or just join the Fit Start Challenge. That's going to be a great way to get your feet a little wet before totally committing. Thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate you and the gift you've given to our listeners. You guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it, and please take a moment to leave me a five-star review. Until next time, make today something you will be proud of tomorrow.